Yo, know what it is. Respect the worst. If you don't respect the best, let you top tier podcast. Um, first and foremost, happy New Year's, everybody. Um, I stayed in the crib, man. Not going outside, man. I heard shit that was sounding like <laughs> AK 47s and like just state of the art machine guns. My niggas was going overboard in my neck of the woods. But, uh, yo, it's 2019 now, and, um, there's a couple of battlers who need to reappear and be a little bit more active or just get looks that I felt felt either are getting overlooked, <clears throat> excuse me, or getting just like the short end of the stick. Um, shout out to Piper Boy. Uh, I recently seen him on Twitter. He seemed like he was in disgust at uh, Young Cannon taking a battle and what appears to be like, <laughs> like no shot at whoever league this is, but it looked like it was just a really small, like little building, little. But you all got to start from somewhere. I mean, look at me, like I'm, I'm at home recording this shit, and uh, so I'm not one to really cast judgment. I don't really do that, but it's just for the all the battling and all the longevity that Young Cannons have has had. You would think he would be getting better battles and better locations, better venues. Um, so the bag might've been great. Who knows? I don't be knowing what niggas is worth or what, or whatnot, but it just didn't look good. Like aesthetically, when you see the battle, you're like, where's this at? What's the reason this battle is taking place for? And I'm, you know, apologize. I don't remember the guy's name. Like I said, I just seen it on Twitter. Uh, Piper boy tweeted it out. And um, so like a guy like him, I feel like his value should be at a certain um, his value should be at a certain point where he doesn't have to take those battles. He should be on the top leagues, battle in and battle out. He's fire and whatever it is that's not allowing him to be on these um, cards. I don't know. Only he can come out and talk about that. Um, another battler I would like to see more is Ilmac. I think Ilmac is dope. I think he, when we talk about writers and pens, his name don't come up a lot. Maybe because that's due to him not being as active as others. But like, I mean, you look at some of his recent performances. I mean, you look at his battle against JC. You know, JC is arguably top three, four, you know, top five pen games in the business right now. And he stood his own. Like, you know, he stood on his own. And a lot of, you know, I won't say a lot, but it, that battle was split. I've heard a lot of people who said Ilmac got JC out of there in that battle. Um, he knocked out. He eliminated JC from trying to control the crowd, even when he's not rapping. You know, JC loves to do that. Yo, hey, quiet down. You know, like, <laughs> that's a really slick tactic that JC does. Too. And I'm going to get into that on um, another episode about tactics, gamesmanship, things you do to throw your opponent off, and tactics between league, league owners, too. Because league, league owners play that game, too, with each other, trying to, like, outdo each other or, like, you know, throw a little shade over something that the other league owner did that we all feel is major. But they try to, like, downplay it to some degree. So, yeah, we'll talk about gamesmanship at another time. But, yeah, Ilmac is one. Um, definitely believe Chess. Chess has quietly gotten his shit I wouldn't say all the way together because there's still slips and blips and, you know, he's still everywhere with it sometimes. But, man, 
his, 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 the way he structured his bars is so unique in this. And he does it with so much energy and, and ferocity and just ferociousness. Like he just, like he has to be on the card. Similar to like a band setting, like a smack volume would be nice. Um, I actually think Ch Chess is one of those guys who can translate in through other leagues. I would love to see Chess on the RBE card too. I think he would be fire on RBE, you know. Um, obviously, his battle with Shotgun Shug, his recent battle with NJT, really dope battles. Um, I would like to see him against a guy that's going to push his pin even more, you know. I could I could see him possibly against like Danny, him versus Danny Myers, Smack Volume. I wouldn't mind that at all. I, I'm actually going to come out with a list and uh, <clears throat> you can follow us um, on Twitter at pod tier, you know, P-O-D-T-I-E-R. And I'm going to tweet out the list of of a list I comprise of what would I would like to see battles I would like to see on the next Smack Volume. Um, I think that'll be something people can look forward to real quick. As far as King of the Dot goes in 2019, I, I love their brand. King of the Dot brand is strong. I feel like organic does really great business. You never hear about him being shady. Um, he not only just promotes them as battle rappers, he promotes them as full fledged artists, which the artists appreciate. I remember verb giving him kudos and saluting him on that. I believe math before have said like the way they treat you want when, when you go over there is this um it goes without saying it's like you know it's top level world-class shit but uh this year man this year this past year 20, 2018 you know it didn't go the way you know i'm pretty sure no i think nobody is harder on themselves than the, you know the people who are in this shit so I don't, I don't think they need me to tell them that it wasn't their best year. I think they're looking at things and you always, always pay attention to people that are very fairly quiet. I think organic and the guys over there is like a quiet storm. Like they sitting back and watching the moves URL and RB are making and they're like, okay, we're, we're going to um, change some things up. I expect big things from that league. Man. I think we're really just done. I mean, it was just, matchup and pairings it was a couple of odd pairings that didn't make sense a couple of rematches that didn't make sense i don't think we needed a past day versus arsenal rematch on that card um the gully versus Gannett card was a little underwhelming and you know and in their in their last card to celebrate um their longevity in the game was a bit underwhelming for that magnitude of a card I do agree with some who say if the car wasn't named what it was named <laughs> and if if the car was just, you know, more like their third or fourth most important, you know, card of the year, maybe would have thought of it in different light. Um, but it's just like randoms like gems versus Sharon, although it was better than expected. And I do have gems actually winning that battle um, two one. But. Yeah, I just think matchup wise, they gotta do some things uh, as far as pairings go, and they gotta really, really brush up on that. But I expect them to bounce back onto more battles. Uh, who I would like to see just do their thing and come up.
come up the ranks, you know, Cortez. I think Cortez, it's about time for him to get more looks at um, top names. For whatever reason, he still hasn't broken through as far as getting the guys that he wants. Which is kind of like what I said about in the last episode. When a guy wants you, you know, in that in those battles, nine times a ten, he's going to win that battle. Maybe that's why these guys aren't taking him. But like... Uh, Surf, um, I don't know why, but he just won't. He won't even look his way. <laughs> um, I would like to see battles like that. Um, I think Cortez Pin is great. I I love what he did in that battle on beat. You can just tell he's like <clears throat> he's really in tune with being an artist as well. Because the way he was floating on beat on in ver, uh, verbal war zone, it was it was really good, man. Really good, really polished. So I would like to see more battles from him. I want to see him step up a notch and get those looks against really anybody. He's one of those guys that can take a smaller name and make that a fire battle, but he can step up um, and rise in a big battle. I think if you look back at the battle with um, him and NJT, I call it twerk NJT. I, I just can't get with calling a nigga twerk, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's... Um, but you look back at that battle, I might get that to Cortez now. Uh, I want to get into that a little bit, too, about <laughs> watching battles after momentum is gone. I think that's a strong, I think it is a valid point to be said that once you watch a battle after mo the momentum of a certain battle is gone, you will come out with different outcomes if the battle was close. I'm saying so like for instance perfect example Geechee Gotti versus JC Geechee was on such a momentum wave that anything he said that was dope in that battle was 10 times doper to people so you know and I'm not saying that it can't be, can be possible or you're wrong if you still have them winning but I'm just saying the momentum carries you into certain battles because now we're anticipating you saying something fire because you said you said so much fire in your last battle that we're not taking it for face value and just focusing on the bars you said in that particular battle you get what i'm saying so you know i had a chance to watch that battle actually the day before yesterday and i felt very different about that battle very different i got jc winning now thought i didn't you know and does that shift how I feel about, I guess, the Jay Blacks and Tech's champion of the year process? A little bit. A little bit. I've always had K-Shine champion of the year anyway. If if I if I had my say and if I was lucky enough to be a part of that panel or process, that's just me. But, or battle of the year, you know, whatever. I think K-Shine had a lot, had way too many clean performances to not get it obviously <laughs> the um the battle versus Geechee does play a part in that but i look at body of work you know if if one battle just means you know you're the man then what's the point of taking all these other battles so i i, I never just focus on one battle like that but uh yeah i would love to see like i said cortez chess 
and L Mac. Those are three guys who I want to see more of this year because I feel like they're all dope. They all can write. They all got bars, and they've all had big names on their plate. So giving them more big names wouldn't be something that was just like out of line or out of character or um, undeserving. So I would like to see that. Um, also in 2019, what I would like to see, the resurgence of women battle rap. We need that. I don't like how people like dismiss it and there's like a running joke about it. Like I feel like that's like these women put, you know, well, well, some some women put a lot of time in writing their own shit <clears throat> and crafting their shit. So, you know what I'm saying? It can be well received. So I feel like we need to respect their ground just as much as we respect, uh, respect the men's ground. Uh, obviously, um, the situation with Queen of the Ring is a tricky one. Nobody really knows the ins and outs or particulars of that. So I think it's upon somebody to just come out and just form their own league and just really take uh, women's battle rap to the next level. But I think what's stopping women's battle rap really is they don't have that constant conveyor belt of new talent coming around every year to keep women's battle rap fresh. Like if you look now, you still are talking about the same names we were talking about four and five, six years ago. Like, whereas you look at the men's uh, landscape of battle rap, it was like, you know, I would say, except for the, maybe the last two, three years, even though Geechee is still relatively new. But like, you know, yeah, when Hitman and Verb kind of stopped being around, when the cows and Surf, Surf was unfortunately locked away. Um, and a lot of, you know, some of the mainstays were kind of just fading out a little bit. They were developing your abs, your chest. Then the next, you know, your next year you got your NJTs, and now you got your Geechees. Like every year, there's a new face. It seems like, um, but with the women's battle rap, for whatever reason, I just I think that's just a lack of scouting. Like I don't think, um, I think it's unfair. Like I think leads should put just as much um, work into discovering women talent like they do the men's. Like, I don't see, um, I wouldn't just say Norbs because I don't want to make it, because everybody kind of makes it seem like he's the only one that should be out here scouting everybody. I just think every league should have a department of, like, guys or women just going out to different areas looking at talent. But I don't see that. Like, I don't see your favorite league owners and their uh, affiliates and comrades at these local battles watching women get busy. You know what I'm saying? So... We're never going to see the um, fruits of the labor when it comes to women's battle rap, <clears throat> excuse me, unless you, you know, put forth the effort like you do with the men. And I think, you know, having uh, fresh faces that got bars that can write, that can rap and that can really go after it and that's hungry. I think you need that. And if you look at it, when that happens, just like with the men, it brings back the people who were the top dogs because now they look at it like oh y'all the new faces nah we still here and it makes them want to get even more busy like you need some new faces that are the talk of the town so somebody like jazz or official or 40 bars can be like hold up i'm still here but when you just rotating the same 
like <laughs> seven to eight women, it's going to get repetitive. They're not amped to write for them. And it's just, it's just a bad look. So I'm looking for a resurgence this year in 2019. Um, I, I really want that to be something that we can look on, look, look forward to and look at like, wow, that really made a big step forward. Um, so maybe, maybe it's wishful thinking and like, maybe it's not like, I'm not looking at Debo as the only, you know, source for this. I think everybody can play a part in this. So this has nothing to do with him per se, just in general, like it's, it's a dying entity that was really heavy in the culture. That's, um, really entertaining, man. Some of my favorite battles over the years were, were involved with women going at it, man. They, they're dope. And, um, yeah, like I ain't want to spend too much time, but I have been talking for a minute. Um, just want to get out of here real quick by saying happy new years to everybody. Once again, strong and positive minds, please. Physically and mental health is important going forward. You know, I wish everybody great wealth as well. Uh, I'll be trying to do this consistently, you know, as consistent as possible. Uh, you know, niggas do got a life. We are out here busy, but, um, I want to shout out a few people. Um, I want to shout out DME Detroit. It's a good guy. Um, really good with, uh, the podcast and his business. He's from, he's from the city from Detroit. So I got to shout him out. want to shout out my man's Drew who holds it down. Really an avid battle rap listener. Uh, really good guy. Shout out to AG Biggie. Happy New Year's, my brother. So, uh, yeah, and that's about it, man. And like I said, we need new, we need new blood in the women's game. Hopefully that comes to fruition. We also need, um, more bloggers to talk about the ins and outs of battle rap. Like, and stop beefing, man. Stop beefing. That'll be my next, that'll be my next uh, topic of choice about, you know, bloggers and how no one should be beefing because none of them do the same shit. <laughs> like, I don't know if you noticed that, but like all of them have their own niche in the game and they all, we all go to them for totally different reasons. I feel I'm going to break that down. And next podcast, I'm also break down the comparisons to battle rap um, and what battle rap is should really be compared to and why um, it's really unique. It's a unique sport, com you know, combat sport, you can call it, but it's really unique in its way because you can't compare it to one thing. So, yeah, we're going to get into that. We're going to really get into that. And we also going to get into uh, more more about these upcoming battles you know we got math versus hollow maybe still young ill versus ill will we'll see and um yeah man also gonna talk about that two on two between uh with marvin quest versus geechee and b dot that was slept on need to talk about that need to discuss that and also um probably the last thing we talk about ver uh verbal war zone man that shit is really, shit is a good look. I think that'll separate 
the rappers from the battle rappers. You get what I'm saying? Like you have to have like you really see the rap, the rappers who got that cadence, who can really, you know, who really rely on delivery and pace. And it's less about being entertaining. It's more about being direct and, he you know, heavy with the blows, you know, heavy with the punches and shit. So I want to talk about verbal war zone and its importance to the culture now. Um, things like that, because it's been a new it's been a new for the I say for the past five years. It's been a couple of new things that has that has impacted the game in a positive way. I would say three to four things have uh, impacted battle rap in a positive way. We'll touch on all that and more. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get back to work. I want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in and listening. As always, keep it battle rap. Love.